Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Richard Sherman Podcast presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. Combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So use promo code RS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable free bet. That expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Volume. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman Podcast. I got my guy, Mitch Eisenstein. Mitchell, Dallas? With Cooper ah. Rust. Thought they were going to be. That was silly. Am I am I crazy to think that Philly looks like an absolute juggernaut right now? And you're I mean, not crazy. This team looks borderline unbeatable. I mean, they matched up. They had some injuries on their offensive line. First off, they got a hell of an offensive line to go with a great receiving core, to go with a fantastic young quarterback, to go with a great defense, great D-line, great secondary. I mean, is Philly your favorite to come out of the NFC right now? My favorite to come out of the N- NFC? Um, I mean, they kind of got to be at this point. They haven't lost. They, they, got, they got all the pieces that you need. They got the old line. They got the D-line. Lane Johnson has to be playing. If he goes out of another game, you see how the dynamic immediately changes. Um, and Dallas started to come back in that ball game, even with Cooper Rush at quarterback. And so that was a little concerning um, because there are some teams that, that will give them problems, more problems than the Dallas Cowboys present. 
but I think it'd be a hard argument to say they're not, you know, outside of they're not proven in the playoffs. You know, Jalen Hurts is not proven in the playoffs, but he's proven in the regular season that he can make it work. And they're really creative on offense. They're getting creative on defense. They have two corners that are, again, top five and passer rating against. And this game didn't do anything to change that. Those guys both showed up in big ways. They're asked, they're, they have tough assignments. They're asked to play man-to-man coverage, quarters, two, whatever, and they get the job done. At the safety spot, um, Garner Johnson has looked freaking amazing. I didn't even know he could play safety. He's always been like a nickel hybrid guy, um, but went to Philly and fitting in like a glove. And it's it's hard to argue, man. They, they got a good team. They got, obviously, Fletcher Cox, uh, Brandon Graham, and the boys up front who've been consistently good, Hassan Reddick, look at you, <laughs> you know, showing up in a big way. Um, so, it's yeah, it's, it's hard to argue, man. Richard, it, most importantly, it looks like they're having a lot of fun out there. I mean, this is a team that's playing with a ton of confidence. Uh, our boy Big Play Slay with a pick, another one, Rich. Uh, you've been on winning teams. You've been on a couple losing teams. Like, how much does winning in this manner, starting the season off 6-0, and like, what does that do for a player's confidence? Somebody that's middle of the roster guy, what does that do for you as a player, uh, picking you up? Because we've seen, you know, this, this offense, the Eagles offense is upper echelon in this league. But now this defense is, you know, making play after play after play. What does is, what is winning do to change you as a competitor's mentality? It, it, I don't know if it changes the mentality. It's just fun. You know, they're having a lot of fun out there. They're, they're running around and celebrating. They got the handshakes. It feels good. When you go back to the sideline, the coach is feeling good. He's in, interacting with his players. You see the energy's high, and you have belief. You have faith. So even when adversity hits, it's still belief. It's still faith. You still believe you can win those games. They can be down 21 points. They wouldn't, they wouldn't fall victim to the infighting because they have belief. They have faith. They have great energy. They have chemistry they have camaraderie they have so many things trending this way for them that I mean you got Kazir White is playing outstanding football like Javon Hargrave like there's so many guys on this team that you can name person after person Devontae Smith is doing I mean doing what they expected him to do scoring touchdowns but nobody's being selfish you don't have you had Elijah Moore say something you know with the Jets the other day you know we're winning but like where are my targets you know you don't hear that you don't hear that from any of the Eagles players because it's just a different kind of chemistry going on. Those guys are believing. They're they're being selfish. They're just like, whatever it takes to win, we're willing to do. And that's how you win. And that's how you win in this league. And that's how you win championships. And when that mentality is contagious throughout the whole team, mm, makes the team dangerous. Speaking of a team that's not winning, Rich, I'm going to go there. The Broncos. I don't know what to do other than just throw my hands up in the air right now. I mean, this you said it at the beginning. And I want I want our team to bring up the tape. This is why we record all these segments. People, whew, we're calling for your head in Seattle. A lot of Russell Wilson fans in Seattle calling for your head, for your critique. You know, right or wrong at that moment, that was your opinion. Mitchell, if he loses this game, Mitchell, it's going to be trouble. It's going to be trouble. People are going to be wondering Richard. if he signed that deal because he knew it was going to be trouble. It looks to me like there is trouble in Denver. There's big-time trouble. Whether they want to admit it or not, they committed a heap of cash to a player. They, they mortgaged their future, both their financial future and their draft capital future, not to mention a couple great young assets and Noah Fant, among others, for a guy they thought, Rich, was going to take them 
to that next level. Uh, Richard, uh, we haven't seen a progression. We've seen a regression. And that's hard to believe. I think if you pull the Denver Bronco fan base, going from Teddy Bridgewater to Russell Wilson, the vast, vast, vast majority, if not the 99% majority, would have assumed there'd be a, a, a pretty sizable uh, increase in win, win share this year. What we're seeing right now, Rich, is a regression to the depths of this league. Uh, a potential top 10 pick next year that, by the way, is going to Seattle. Again, to make matters worse, it's the money, Rich. And, and when you have a team, a defense like the Broncos have, I mean, imagine if they had a lower tier defense. I mean, this is a t- team, this is a defense that is playing and fighting and keeping them in every single game. There's problems in Denver. And I, I, all I'm going to ask you is how do they fix it? Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. How do they fix it? <clears throat> I don't have that answer for you, Mitchell, because I'm not sure there's a fix to be had. You paid the quarterback the money. You have to let the quarterback play. But the system that the quarterback was in in Seattle is a system he's comfortable in. That's why they knew him. Everybody said, Pete Carroll's holding him back. Pete Carroll's holding him back. No. They knew him best. They knew how to put him in positions to be successful. They knew when he was struggling how to, how to get him back in rhythm. That's, that's what good coaching is. This coaching staff does not know how to do that. And so when, he, when, he, when, he, when he's 10 for 10, everything's going great. He started the game 10 for 10, looked great. Moving around, hitting an open guy, like moving the ball up and down the field, looking like his old self. But then things started to go differently. And they, didn't, they don't have the playbook to say, hey, let's go back to what he does well, so the, let's get him back on track. And when you don't have that, and you don't have Javante Williams in the run game, you don't have Garrett Bowles, your left tackle, starting left tackle to say, hey, we're going to run behind him. Things get, to, things get different, and you have to lean on your quarterback. And this defense, who, who was giving up six touchdowns in six games, Mitchell, six touchdowns in six games, like it doesn't get any better than that. I, 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 I'd have a hard time finding a defense that, that is playing at a higher level than that, a higher tick than that, where you're like, man, like they're really getting the job done. I think – that's where the concern is. That defense, that, that, coming from somebody who's played on a defense that led the league in scoring for four years straight, like after a while, you need something from the offense. You need some points. You need some scores. You need some confidence. Because to say, hey, we've given them six touchdowns in six games, and to say we're two and four with that kind of work, I mean, it's hard for a defensive coordinator to, to look to his men in the eyes and be like, Hey, it's your fault. You got to get better. You got to correct this. You got you to do something more. Like, and, and you're starting to see it from the offensive players. You're starting to see it from Jerry Judy, you know, in his conversation with, with Gordon. Like, I don't know what he's saying in that conversation, but you can tell there's frustration. You know, they had higher expectations. They had goals and aspirations coming into this season, especially in that division. They said they were a quarterback away, and they got the quarterback. And, and things still aren't going their way, and that's where the concern is. For, for that locker room, is that how quickly will that unravel with without it being homegrown talent, you know? And his defense is playing about as well as they can play. Patrick Sertan, we've, we've raved about who he is. Sure. You know, they got Justin Simmons back the other night. Um, played pretty good football for his get first game back. And Browning, like, like, what are we talking about? I played with his brother, Barry Browning, 
Um, he's he's playing outstanding. You know, did he have an interception? Yeah, had him an interception. Yep. Like, it's it's not much more you can ask of that defense. But there has to be accountability both ways, and so that's where you know they're gonna have to look look at the man in the mirror um, and figure that out. But everybody's blaming Nathaniel Hackett, and it's like Nathaniel Hackett's fault. We need to fire him. Like, it, it, like is is fire him hit the answer? Like, is that gonna answer all the questions? Because you still you still have the same ingredients that that you had before if you fire him. You know, now could he call more plays for Russell to get out of the pocket and play to his strengths? A hundred percent. But you can't put this all on the quarterback. I mean, all on the coach, all on the quarterback, all on the offensive coordinator. Like, it gets spread around. But, I mean, it, it has to get fixed soon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think point being, we're, we're far enough along in the season. I mean, we're a third of the way through the season already. You'd think you'd see some progress. And it's just a consistent, consistent, consistent. I mean, dude, just like what we're talking about, you know, the power of winning and the Eagles, how it, how it elevates everyone else's game. And it certainly gives players a platform because they're going to be on prime time. I mean, this is a team, the Broncos, maybe it's, to their detriment that they've been on primetime so much. I mean, there's been a hell of a lot of pressure that's come with that. But you expect somebody that is getting paid that amount to rise to those occasions. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's just like when Peyton came. You know, they 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 gave him primetime games because that's a primetime quarterback. That's a primetime slot. It should be a primetime team. And that was the expectation of everybody. You know, you heard all the excitement in Denver. You know, they they that's why they gave up two first round picks, two sure. second round picks. Um, 
think a fourth round pick, no offense, and then it gave him the contract. So when that yep. doesn't, when that implodes, like if if this season, if they, you know, people were were talking crazy when I was like, that's going to be a hard division to make the playoffs in, and I didn't expect them to start like this, but that's a hard division to make the playoffs in because not because of their players, but because you came in fourth in the division last year, and it wasn't like the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Raiders got worse. You know, those teams got better too. And so, you know, it's a it's a it's a tough hill to climb. It's an uphill battle, but it'd be it'd be really cool if they did it. If they did it, yeah. you know, it'd be it'd be like a, a, one of the comeback stories in NFL history if they could turn this around and, and be competitive and be a playoff team. But if they don't, you know, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be a rough offseason for everybody involved. Well, they certainly got the defense to do it. I mean, this is the only second time in uh, in Justin Herbert's career that he hasn't thrown a touchdown in a game, and it comes in a W for him, which is incredibly ironic as well. The Broncos are going to have an opportunity to get right next week, but they play the Jets, who are a smoking hot team. So it doesn't get any easier, Rich. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, there are so many hot teams. There are so many, and there are so many first year coaches that are that are doing great, like Kevin O'Connell, five and one. You know, and nobody's talking about the Minnesota Vikings. You know, everybody's like, are they the real deal, Brian Dayball? New York Giants, mm-hmm. five and one. Everybody's like, hmm, are they for real? Salah, it's his second year, but getting things turned around. They're four and two. Like, things are going really well. And and for the Denver Broncos, the reason the expectations were high because of the veteran quarterback. Even even with the Indianapolis Colts, you know, they were they were they were in the dumpsters. You know, they they tied with the Texans early on. Everybody's like, Matt Ryan's over the hill. That offensive line is overpaid, like and underperforming. And they've slowly but surely turned it around. Matt Ryan threw for 380 or something. Uh, 72% of his pass is complete. Like getting the ball down the field. Now they're 3-2-1. and one. They're competitive in that division where everybody's like, oh, uh, Jacksonville looks to be the, 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 the class of this division, the Tennessee Titans. But hmm, here come the Indianapolis Colts. Like parody in football right now. Very much parody. Speaking of parody, Rich. That brings us to our our power ranking segment. There is a lot of parity in the NFL. That's why I'm curious to know who slots into your top five this week. Well, the top three doesn't change, Mitchell. It, it has not changed. It's gonna be. It's gonna take some craziness for it to change. So that's still the Eagles, the Buffalo Bills, with their defeat of the Kansas City Chiefs. Then the Kansas City Chiefs. Then it gets. Then it gets really, really murky. It gets really murky. It's stressful, Mitchell. It's stressful. I, I don't really know what angle to go. Um, you're damned if you do. You're damned if you do not. Do I believe in Kirko and the boys? Justin Jefferson, Harrison Smith, Patrick Peterson, Zadarius Smith? Do I do I believe in what they got going? Kevin O'Connell, fourth spot. Got to give it to the Minnesota Vikings. They're five and one, Mitchell. They're first in that division, and they're kind of walking away with it, like the Aaron Rodgers Invitational. Like, is inviting other people nowadays. <sighs> Brian Dayball and the New York Giants. Unfortunately, I got to put him in that oh spot. My. Goodness gracious. Like, I can't believe the Dallas Cowboys. Like, because I don't know if they're with Cooper Rush and what they got going. I don't know if they can beat the New York Giants. The line is playing better right now. The defensive line is playing better. They're opportunistic on defense. Like, do I want the San Francisco 49ers to be there? Of course I do. But them losing to the Atlanta Falcons, like, that's tough. I almost, I almost put the the fighting Salas in there, but you know, I could, I couldn't do it. You know, with the record four and two. 
I mean, Richard, it is remarkable to look at the parity throughout this league. I mean, you look at the AFC North. Ravens are Ravens and Bengals tied at 500. Uh, you look at the NFC uh, NFC West, three games at 500. You know, you look at the NFC South, Buccaneers, Falcons, 500. The Giants might be. I mean, they, they Mitchell, Mitchell, and they we might talked be. about we talked about the stuff with uh, Denver, but look at Seattle. They said this was a rebuild. They said they blew it up and tore it down and tore it apart, and they would have no chance. They are tied for first in the division. Like, what insanity is this National Football League right now? Geno Smith looks like the deal of rookie Tariq Woolen leading the league in interceptions. Like, the other rookie that you drafted, four forced fumbles in four games. Like, my goodness, what is going on? They said this defense couldn't do it. They hold them boys to nine points, really three on defense. One, one of the touchdowns came on special teams. I don't know, Mitchell. Some guys, maybe the all-decade coach in Seattle might have been an all-decade coach. I don't know. Crazy. Uh, he's getting it done, Rich, and they're a fun team to watch, too. You know, they've been competitive in, in pretty much all their games. So, Richard, it's interesting to see how this top five continues to to move around for you it's all stressful. year. Uh, but it's we got a great guest coming on next year, a former teammate of yours. I'll let you introduce him next. This wraps up and another, you know, I guess the beginning of a great week. Right, the beginning of a great week. Appreciate you joining me as always, Mitchell. We got my boy Vita Vea coming on next. I'll see you next week, Mitchell. And hopefully there's less chaos. Hopefully we can calmly talk about these games and not be like my goodness every week who knows Buccaneers have another layup game this week Rich that's all I gotta say layup line type game they're gonna come away with the the easy W much like the Steelers we didn't even talk about the game last week we knew they were gonna beat the Steelers so this is I'm gonna let you talk to Vita Vea about that loss next man this the the layup lines with like my Dikembe Mutombo sitting in the front row and and <laughs> praying for his health. You know, he's not doing well right now, but he layups ain't what they used to be. No, sir. No, sir. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here 
both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets, guaranteed, when you place your first $5 bet. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code RS. This weekend, we're riding with the Fighting Salas, the J-E-T-S Jets, 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 plus two and a half on the road against Denver. And we're going to parlay that with the under. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose with promo code RS. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. It expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We got my boy Vita Vey on here of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Appreciate you joining me, brother. What happened last week? Dude, we lost, man. We lost. Damn. Tough loss. Uh, you know, a game we should have won, but, no question. you know, obviously the Obviously, the better team won that day, but you know, you know, not one play loses the game. You know, I I think it was over the course of the game. I think uh, us on the the defense side of the ball, we could have done some things better. First off, like how we started the game, we started the game slow, gave up uh gave a touchdown the first drive. So, you know, we got to be better in that aspect coming out the game. But you know, overall, you know, I think uh just a little minor details. Um, over the course of the game that we could have handled better. And uh, in our situation, you know, we lost by two points. So whether it would have been a field goal or a touchdown that we shouldn't have gave up, I think that uh, that would have been the deciding factor. You know, at the end of the game, we should have we should have got off the field and got the offense one more possession to, you know, try to go get the win for us. But we couldn't get that handled. So what we got to do is just learn from that, learn from that situation and try to get better from it. I mean, it, it could be a good wake-up call. You know what I mean? It could be a blessing in disguise because, you know, Bowles is saying, you know, some guys got the Super Bowl hangover or whatever, you know, and sometimes you just need that little wake-up call, you know what I mean, to get you refocused and get you back on track because y'all got all the talent in the world, you know. Obviously, injuries on offense have been an issue, uh, especially offensive line. But, you know, a lot is being made about what, what Tom did and Tom missing practice, like, I feel like, you know, to the guys in the locker room, it wasn't a big deal. What do you think? I think he just missed Saturday, our Saturday walkthrough. But I didn't I didn't really think ain't, ain't too much of it. Right. You know, I think uh, a guy of that caliber, you know, you trust him to, you know, be able to handle his P's and Q's on and off the field. So I think that was the reason why no one really, you know, took any fault to that. Yeah, but. yeah, clearly. I mean, like like I told people uh, last week, I said if anybody got got grounds to miss a practice or two, 
is him. If anybody got credibility, you know what I mean, is him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, but you guys still got a veteran team. You got a veteran team. You got veteran guys that can get this thing turned around. You know, you got you got Tom at quarterback still. But what do you think are the first steps to to to, to securing the next dub? You know, we got y'all next week on uh on th- Thursday night football, so I'm gonna be out there to see you. Oh, right, right. But I'm gonna be in a suit this time, V. <laughs> 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 I ain't putting no pants on, baby. <laughs> but but that'll be a good game against Baltimore. But obviously, you guys got to get things turned around this week. You know, what's the focus like in the building? I think the focus is just like you said last week was a. It was basically it was it was a good tech. You know, we sat down, we came in and watched the film yesterday, and then us as players, we sat down and met on met on our own to figure out um, you know, what was going on with uh with us as a group. You know, we figured out that obviously this is not the same team that we had in the previous years. We got a couple new pieces in here that uh, you know, got big roles to play. So But so bro, those roles, uh, this is a whole different off topic. But like, what's going on with roughing the passer? Because they ain't got you this year, V, but they got you before, and they getting everybody right now. Like, what what are you thinking about this roughing the passer stuff? Because this is ridiculous now. I feel like after the Tua situation, I think uh, they try to make it more of a point to, uh, you know, spread across the league that, uh, you know, that he's going to be calling it. They actually got me against the Falcons. What? I was kind of, yeah. Oh. The old lineman kind of pushed me into uh, Mariota. Yeah. I should have avoided him. You know, I should have been smarter in around that situation. But you know, Mario to be in the Oregon Duck, you know, I had to. Hey, you had to. You had to lay heavy. Oh, <laughs> <Nah, yeah. laughs> uh, but but like, is that something y'all think about? Because you know, as a DB, you try not to ever think about like pass interference and holding and illegal contact. But when they call it, when they call it ridiculous, then it kind of it kind of like make you hesitant and it kind of mess your game up a little bit. At least at least for us, you know, like after a while, you'd be like, bro, come on. Now this 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 game hard enough. It is like the uh the Thursday night game the other week where Chris Jones got that uh that was that was that was kind of iffy because you could tell like he was they say like as long as you roll off at the end you could you'll be good. So like we seen that it was kind of you know it was kind of iffy when you seen stuff like that. So it was obviously it's gonna hurt more for the person uh trying to get the sack because they taking it away from you. Right. But um. It's like it's hard to do because you're not, you know, we athletes, but we're not dang Superman out there. You just, you know, what I'm saying you can't. You're not thinking that fast. Once you get there, you get free. You be your rush, and you get the sack. You're not thinking about, oh, I gotta roll off fast. Like it's like everything happens so fast. So like sometimes rolling off at the end late. That's the that's the least you could do to you know try to uh, avoid the penalty. Right, but. And it looked it like he tried to put a hand down too. You know what I mean? It did. It did when when they replayed it. It did. But it was also brought to my attention that guys, D linemen that try to avoid the roughing the passer from laying on top of him like that. And there's a there's a study that says they they uh, they used to get hurt. They have yeah they have knee problems. I bet. So it's just like I understand you trying to protect the quarterback, but you know other players getting hurt off of that too. Right, and that it, it, they never try to protect the defensive players. I mean, look at the chip block. We've been we took that to the competition committee like years ago about them chipping them boys on the edge and breaking people's ribs and stuff. It was like it's protecting the quarterback, so it's good. It's like, oh, come on, come on now, come. But ba still out there. Like they said, ba was gone. Ba is not gone. 
He he looked like he's still coaching. He he is he still out there yelling at everybody. He's still out here. He's still out here giving his little uh, his little input around. <laughs> he got you to know, be. It's still, it's still it's still good seeing him out here. Right. Uh, I see him around the facility. Still still joking with him. Uh, but he looking good right now. That's you know good. you can see, you can tell he lost a lot of weight. Right. He he look really healthy right now. So he doing good. He ain't doing nothing but golfing. Probably he ain't got a he ain't got a game plan. He ain't got to wake up early. He just go <laughs> golf whenever he wants. Show up. I ain't mad at you, yeah. B.A. He living. Yes, sir. Oh, pizza and mayo. Somebody said you're eating pizza and mayo, V. I'm not believing it. They putting it out there. I said, nah, not my boy, V. Who said that, man? Hey, rumors, you know what I mean? Sources, you know. I, it's, it's, a little, it's a little story that go with it, though. You know, it wasn't it wasn't my idea. <laughs> it was somebody, you know, it was, it, was my, it was my rookie year. It was after the, uh, you know, in the, after the first game, I had my brother and cousin in town. And we had ordered some pizza, and we were just chilling. At the beginning of the off season, we was chilling. Pizza came. I was staying in the apartment this time. When the pizza got there, they had forgot to bring the ranch, and I had ran out of ranch. You know what I'm saying? Pizza <laughs> ranch. Pizza <laughs> ranch go. Pizza and ranch go for sure. Pizza and ranch go go yeah. So uh, it was like, damn, we ain't got no ranch. And uh, what's it called? My brother. It was his idea. He gonna get mad because he gonna be like, "Damn, you put me on blast." <laughs> it was it was his idea, but he said he said when I was in college in the struggle days, he said my roommate said eat the, eat the pizza with the mayo, and they did that, and it was like it tastes the same. So he was like, it was like one of those things. Like, I'll try it once, you know what I'm saying? See what it, see what you're talking about, right? Because he was already eat, eating it with it. So I was like, all right, did a little dab. It tastes just like the ranch. It, it was no different. Well, really? Do you do you still do it now? Nah, nah, nah. Uh, nah I, got, <laughs> I got that hidden valley on deck. Nah. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at that hidden valley. It's diesel. Blue, blue top it. or green? Uh, Green top. Green top's clean. Yes, sir. Hey, they said you averaged 12 yards a carry and 11 touchdowns as a running back in high school. Why you ain't talked to Bowles about, like, let me get a carry or two? They always got you at fullback but never want to give you the rock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just. They, we they joke about it from uh from week to week, uh, especially some of the defense coaches. But uh, you know, I always tell them, you know, my job is on defense. Um, my job is to uh, stop the running, stop <laughs> stop them to run the ball. But you know, whatever they ask me to do, you know, I do it. I, it's kind of scary though, because I ain't played running back in a long time. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big dude. You know, you know where they hit look, you. You know, you know, yeah, I know where they hit me. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't I ain't going out there getting getting hit, getting hit. <laughs> Right. Low, right. They go straight at your knees, baby. <laughs> you gotta go down. If it is one yard, you know I can do one yard. You know right. what I'm saying? I can just run behind one of the behind the center or something, and just dive. Right. And just yep, that's it. But I already know them little dudes gonna go low. Yeah, I, yeah, I would. I would. V, I, I'm gonna let you know something. Three fifty. I'm 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 190 pounds. Go ahead and go ahead and get that yeah. knee. <laughs> but how's the family? Everybody good? You know, I know y'all had the hurricane and everything. Yeah, everybody safe. Make it safe out of that, huh? Yeah, everybody doing good. Everybody doing good out here. You know, we got lucky out here. Hurricane missed Tampa. Uh, we actually went down to Miami for the week to practice down there with the hurricane con came. But uh, you know, the other parts of Florida, like Fort Myers and stuff, I think the hurricane took a took a turn right. and hit uh, some other parts. So. It was unfortunate for them, but you know, um, the team and 
some of the players have been taking some mini work in effect to, uh, you know, try to help the community and, you know, rebuild back yeah. where, the, where the hurricane hit. Right. That's all you can do, brother, is just do your part. You ever go back to UW, you know, your UW boys look like they was going to do something for a minute. And then they, you know, every time the Pac-10, man, Pac-12, somebody got to, you know, nobody want to just let nobody be undefeated and get to the playoff. Like, that's all I'm saying. That, that, but that's the thing that's that's good about the Pac-12 because any any given night, you know, anybody liable to get beat. Right. Uh, and it was it was like that, you know, after we beat, after they beat Michigan State, it was like, man, them boys going undefeated. They, you know, they figured it out. Then, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, they had to go do it to Stanford. Right. And then they went to UCLA. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Boy, we can't, we can't win a Pac-12 game right now. We go out there in South Bend and beat Notre Dame, but we couldn't beat Oregon State. I'll tell you oh, what. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that game. I seen that. That was crazy. I was what I was saying. I was like, we can beat Michigan State. And then we go, for some reason, every time we play in uh, Arizona, we lose. Bro. Arizona it, State. They got a, they got us number in Phoenix. That's, that's, number that's how Oregon State got us. Like, for some reason, some crazy way, they find a way to get us. And we'll, we'll watch us end up beating SC or something. Oh, we already lost SC, but – like we're gonna beat Oregon. It's gonna it's we're gonna beat somebody we shouldn't have beat. We already lost to Oregon yeah. too now. But <laughs> it's just it's Pac twelve, man. I think I think Utah might still have a chance, you know, now that they beat SC, but it's gonna be hard for us to get anybody in the playoffs again. Like cold. That man. was a good game though. That that you the SC Utah game, I watched a little bit of it. That was a good game at the end. Then penalties hurt them at the end though. No question. Uh, that, that that kickoff. It was damn near in uh, field goal range already. Right. I mean, how your how your health doing though? You 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 healthy? Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, just uh, little nicks and bruises here and there, normal stuff that football brings. Right. In the season. Right. Well, I appreciate you joining me, brother. I ain't gonna hold up no more of your off day. Let you get some rest and relaxation, and I'll see you in a couple weeks uh, at the Baltimore game. Yes, sir. I pre- hey. I got that you does shirt for you, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm bringing it to you. Look, you should have just brought the suit. I was going to wear the purple suit. You didn't bring it. I didn't have to wear it. I don't know. Look. I tell, I tell, I mean, I'm trying to show love, man. I ain't want to do you like that, man. <laughs> Look, I would have worn a hat like Michael Jackson. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, good, man. Yes, sir. Good to see you, brother. I'll see you soon. Good to see you, good to see you too, man. See you soon. Appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Anytime. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast 
Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.